She's a regular here on the country, a rural academic, Dr. Jacqueline Roweth. Now, she's written another wonderful piece for our website, thecountry.co.nz, and in it, Jacqueline, you state that New Zealand is the eighth best country in the world. I wonder if we might be sixth or seventh come Sunday morning if the All Blacks win and we get a change of government. (laughs) Time will tell, as they say. But... Yes, judged by 17,000 people around the world in the Wharton Best Country Research, eight, I think that's fantastic. And we're up two places from last year. People perceive us as a great country. And, you know, despite all the wrangling that's going on and the mudslinging, at base, we know at our heart that we're a really good country and we're getting better all the time. Well, geographically, we're a very lucky country in a lot of ways. We're, We're shielded. We live out, we're an island far away from anywhere, and you look what's going on in the Middle East at the moment, and you think, you know, there but for the grace of God. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, the lucky country, and I'd put our natural resources, including plentiful water, into that. You're right. And so it's a bit bizarre that in terms of all this that's going on in the Middle East, in terms of everything that's going on in Wellington and around in in the rural areas, looking at where we're going to vote, what do we get? Somebody jumping off the uh, the Auckland Harbour Bridge dominating the news, for goodness sakes. But I suppose we've got time to think about that because we're a very lucky country. Well, yes and no. Uh, the, the latest farmer confidence survey from Rabobank has farmer confidence at a record low, Jacqueline. Well, that yeah. is no surprise. No, and that reflects all the schedules and the pri- milk prices and all of that sort of thing. Now, what we can see is a bit of turnaround in other countries like China, concern about food production for the future. And remember that last time we had a major El Nino, the New Zealand's El Nino put the global food price index up by 1%. People want our food. And that is why the, the sentiment for farmers will be able to come up because people want our food and we produce the essential amino acids, the animal protein that people want for, and we've talked about this, uh, lower environmental impact. I'm talking about fewer greenhouse gases and less nitrogen loss than any other country. And that is our contribution to the world. Now, just going back to your column, we're the eighth best country in the world and good on us for doing that. We rank really highly in agility, we're fourth, social purpose, whatever that is, sixth, (laughs) and and adventure seventh. But when it comes to some of the things that really matter, we're not in the top 20. Uh, Uh, Okay, rankings for access to capital, not in the top 20. Infrastructure, having a skilled labour force, access to technological expertise, we're dragging the chain. Yes. And that's where we need income in order to be able to invest. So we go back to the social purpose one, and that includes things like climate. Climate goals, we rank second. And indeed, also, we think about animal rights in social purpose, and we're number one in the world for that. All of that is important, and if we continue to do what we're doing in terms of the primary sector, which is recognising all climate and animal, those sorts of aspects... Then we can get the income. And remember, Chris Luxon said last night that we have the worst, except for Greece, for goodness sakes, uh, current account deficit to GDP in the developed world. Good Lord. So we need to get some income, and then we can fix those low-ranking things. But unless we've got the income, we're just doomed to greater debt. Call the election. (laughs) No, it's too close. And... 
we just get in a muddle about the policies that we think we voted for and they change when somebody does it, one party does a deal with somebody else. So we need to hold the line on common sense. And common sense says agriculture is important. And we just, in the rural districts, and we've got a lot of urban support there as well, keep saying that it's the primary sector that develops, grows, allows New Zealand to flourish. Let's liberate the primary sector to do even better what it's already doing very well. Dr Jacqueline-Rowth, welcome to the wonders of an MMP election. <laughs> yes. Well, I was had the privilege of being at a conference where I heard Oliver Hartwich, he's with the New Zealand Initiative, an independent think tank, who said, and he's German, of all the things in Germany, New Zealand chose MMP. What were you thinking? And this is what we get. You get the government you deserve. So vote. That's my message. Vote. Yep. Good luck. Hey, and how's the season going in Waikato? Well, it's going to be raining again. There's silage down or scraped up all over the place. And people are desperately hoping to get the maize in before there's another weather event. Well, so much for a dry El Nino summer for you. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's around the corner. Jacqueline, thanks yeah. as always. Your excellent column is on our website, thecountry.co.nz. Thank you, Jamie.